Hi everyone, Roger here. Uh, just before we kick off with the episode, I have a little announcement for all our Cork listeners. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that if you ever wanted to see me do stand-up, uh, I will be back in Cork on the 10th of October performing 60 minutes of stand-up at the Comedy Cavern in Collins on Douglas Street. And I would love to see some friendly faces there. Um, or you guys too. Hello. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky... There are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the Unexplained Legends. This week on Unexplained Legends, the mystery of the Yeti. Welcome listeners to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Roger O'Sullivan and with me as always is... Dennis Aquilen. And together we are the Unexplained uh, Legends. Uh, Dennis, you, you will be aware of this. I don't think the listeners are aware of this. The, um, that I've been taking uh, creatine. Recently. Oh yeah, you have been taking creatine. You're buff. I'm getting very buff. I'm getting very buff. Um, the, I have to be careful that I, that I don't click my mouse. Not because of the noise it creates, but because I've been going through uh, computer mice all week. I've been clicking too hard, breaking them into little bits. Crushing them. Yeah. But you mentioned to me before, uh, I won't go into too many details, right, before you get worried, but you mentioned to me before your run-ins with creatine, and you said that uh, all you told me is that uh, watch out for um, for your, let's say, your frequency of, um, of urination increasing. Mm-hmm. And, Pisatine, um, we used to call it. <laughs> yes, and ha- I have to say, the first week or two I was using it, I thought, no, he was—he's exaggerating. I'm in—I'm in the full—the full phase of it now. Every every it's like every a, hour it's like, on the hour. It's like you're on an advert for a '90s super soaker, isn't it? <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's it's something except, you have to work your life around. That's all I have to say. Except there's no kids around, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ideally, ideally not. Um, but you know, if you're caught short in the park, you have to be careful. Uh, Dennis, uh, of course. Last week, we had uh, we did a little clip show. We're in the world. We did. Is, uh, you know, I'll Dennis tell you. I'll tell you where I went. So it was very important. I had to go somewhere, but I actually went on the search for a fish tank. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've been doing um, while I've been away. I'm I'm getting back into fish in a big way. In a big way. Yeah, uh, so I went to the World of Water Aquatic Center, which is a place you can look it up. Right. And uh, I went in there and I just, uh, yeah, I started looking at fish, started looking at plants, started looking at fish and plants, plants and fish. And uh, I've gone completely insane. And I've been measuring up how big a fish tank I can get into this place, into this joint. I, that is, uh, you are definitely somebody who... Likes to find maximums. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, definitely. Yeah, you're you're not going to work your way up. You're going to be like, what statistically is the best, <laughs> the biggest slash best tank I like, can get? In here? I went in there today and I said, look, I'm not going to need it, but if I did need a shark in this, like, yeah. what kind of tank am I looking at? I cannot wait for you to get this and then <laughs> put it on a shelf and then tell me that the shelf collapsed. <laughs> and yeah, but it would only. It would only collapse after... I, that'd be so funny telling you just fish on my floor and not just trying to save the fish. Yeah. The first thing I do is ring you. I have to say, though, the, the thing that I didn't expect to happen with fish, because I had a lot of fish before mm. and they were fine. But one thing I definitely realized in myself is that I only like fish up to a certain size. And after okay. they get to a certain size, they're weird. And really? I don't want those fish anymore, yeah. You don't like kind of one, 
No, I don't. You know what? It's actually the thing with coys. It's I think it's the size they get to when you feel like you could rub them. Oh yeah, yeah. That's you know, I, anything anything that that is verging on you want to reach in and rub the fish, I think is weird. I saw a couple of puffer fish today, and they were looking at me, and I was just like, "You're fucking weirdos." Do, do you know what? Do you know what I was thinking about recently? Actually, is do you know these um these omega three fish oils? Yeah. Is um do you know if you if you're a human and you have um you're very rich in these omega-3 fish oils it really extends your life yeah uh, but if you're a fish that's rich in them it dramatically decreases your life you know people Here. people are just constantly eating you raj right you've just you, i don't know if you've ever heard of this right and to be honest if you tell me you've heard of this yeah i'm i'm gonna be really annoyed right? I, just, on, I don't know why on. i'll be irrationally annoyed right. right i had a conversation today right have you ever heard of this when a person gives birth Right. Right. And then they have the placenta. Right. Yes. Now, we've all heard of the famous one of Tom Cruise, right, allegedly chowing down on that on that beef patty. Right. Yes. Have you heard of uh, what people do is they get that placenta, they take it home, they store it in a kind of a bag and they keep it cool. Right. And then and then they get it sent off to a company who like kind of dry it out. Um, into kind of a dusty form they put it into it's called encapsulating your placenta they put it into little capsules little tablets and then you take that uh, over the next couple of weeks and whatever to like uh, give you a a boost in like vitamins and all this kind of stuff but they turn placenta into little into little um little tablets and this this is a this is a business this is a thing that happens have you ever heard of that so i have not heard of that what I have heard of is people, and I don't know if it's true or not, but making omelets out of the placenta. That is a jackass episode where a guy vomits into a frying pan. Surely, no. Is that is, is that where I'm getting that from? Well, you're not too you're not too far off, right? You're actually not too far off because some people. Um, <laughs> I don't. No, I will. I'm going to say like this bit is true. It's the bit after okay, this okay, that yeah, I, that, yeah, I, that yeah. I, we might sweat about, but. Because um, we had a little bit of a philosophical debate about this, but it, it, people do like actually take pieces off of it and then put it into shakes. They'll have like just they'll have shakes with it, right. which I you know I mean go for it, right? Yeah. But um, the thing I was thinking was, does this technically kind of near like it, it would if someone was a stickler for technicalities, right? Would this maybe be seen as some sort of? And I'm not saying it's wrong. Right, I'm not saying it's wrong, right? right? But would it be seen as cannibalism? Well, I I don't think so. Because okay, why? because would you let's say somebody was eating another like fluid or something produced by the body? Is that cannibalism? Well, no. yeah, that's right. That, no, but I think that's it's like where is it? Where where is the line? Right. So you got milk. You got you got man milk. Um, totally fine. Um, you've got <laughs> don't mix them. <laughs> don't mix them, right? You got you got all that stuff. Totally fine. Um, like spit any any of the other fluids, fine. But like, I think I think I I don't know. I think once it gets kind of chunky, maybe. Well, you won't believe this, right? But I told this is one hundred percent true. Last night before bed, I watched Alive. Okay. Um, and then I immediately watched Silence of the Lambs afterwards. Cannibal double feature. Mm-hmm. And um, in in the movie Alive, which is about a, a plane crash of a, I think a Uruguayan rugby team that crashes in in the Andes, 
and they have to eat dead um, people who died in the plane crash to survive. It's um, it's quite it's quite a quite a good movie, I would say, all in all. But the they don't start eating them until like thirty days in. And I think the thing that's interesting now is that because that movie was so successful and everyone knows that story, that if I or if you or I were in a plane crash, Dennis, we'd start eating people day two. Because we oh. know that that's the thing. That <laughs> so, so we crash at breakfast. I'd be looking at people at supper. Just going, yeah, yeah. I'd already be eyeing up. Oh, they'll be good when they go. They'll be very good when they go. But they, you'd they be looking at you'd be looking at Barry's legs. Just going, mm, Barry, you're going to make a tasty yeah. omelette. But I, I think, I think, I get where you're coming from. But I think it's not quite cannibalism. Um, no, I know people could take grave offence to that. But I think it's a really great thing to ponder. Um, anyone out there who believes they are a cannibal after eating placenta and have done it, and believe you are a cannibal, please get in touch with us. Raj, what are we doing this week? Well, Dennis, on the topic of um, being stranded in remote areas and potentially being eaten, we are actually doing something that, that fits perfectly into that. Today we are covering, finally, a big topic for us, the Yeti. Oh, we're on the Yeti. Have we're, we, we're we not are, done this before, no? No, we've never done the Yeti. Have we done um, the Abominable Snowman? There's, well, they're the same thing. So we've only done, we've only done, um, only done Bigfoot. I suppose yeah, it's cousin. Yeah, yeah. Yeti, Yeti's come up. He's come up and stuff. But we've never, we've never done him. You know. He's like, um, it's finally he's getting his spin-off. This is like Yeti has been on Cheers for a number of years. Uh, <laughs> Cheers is over, and now Yeti's moving to Seattle. Yeah. Even though, for, some, for some reason, Yeti as well is just allowed to move to the other side of the country, even though his son is on the other side, and they don't really bring that up ever. That 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 is true. Um, also, his character definitely changes a lot between the two. But they yeah, just big time. yeah, considering that he's the height of sophistication when he gets to one side, and he used to hang out in the worst bar in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in what Philadelphia uh, yeah. on, on the regular. Um, but but um, cheers references aside, that's what we're doing, Dennis. So um, on the back of that, I'm going to crack on with the lamestream narrative. In 1921. While leading an exhibition to Mount Everest, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Howard Burry, a British mountaineer, would encounter something he hadn't expected when preparing for the treacherous journey. Many members of his team repeatedly reported finding large footprints in the snow. It didn't make any sense, as there shouldn't be any creatures able to survive in these inhospitable peaks on which they were travelling but he dismissed it at first as mere paranoia. Until that was, the team started to hear strange noises in the middle of the night. Oh, Thus, I'll tell you something. Sorry, I'll just oh, tell you something scary. Yeah. Really, really scary noise is um, the other day I saw, I saw a dog with a frog in its mouth and the frog was screaming. Oh my, well, what, what did that sound like? Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. It's very hard to describe. I mean, I suppose kind of like a a bird of some do description. You know, do you know what would be even, even weirder than what you heard? Is if the frog was actually going, help me! Help me! And you're like, what if that, the... If that, if a frog was talking, I'd just be like, dog, kill that fucking thing. Yeah. I can't deal with that now. My life this. can't take that left turn. Just back to um, the Yeti, right? So the abominable snowman, um, snow person, that is the, that's the same, yeah? That's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And and a Bigfoot, is that just a snow Yeti or a, like a no. land Yeti? No, uh, they're totally they're, different. They're, well, there's, we'll, we'll discuss that later. I think there's debate around that. Okay, so it might be the same. Does Does a Yeti look the same as Bigfoot? No. What does a Yeti look like? You know what a Yeti looks like. I know, but people at home might not know what a Yeti well, looks yeah. like. Well, yeah. Well, in my next paragraph, they'll know pretty damn well. Okay. <laughs> you, you could have sold it as your own and just read it. <laughs> no, I, 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 can't, I can't deviate. I can't deviate from, from this. So, to continue with their story. To continue with their story, Dennis. Right, so they, they're hearing these strange noises at night. And this, this is, starts fueling their fear further right it would not be until the group eventually mentioned these sightings to locals that they would discover that they had in fact been the first western exhibition to have ever encountered what the locals referred to as the yeti okay another thing with locals right Big bone to pick with your locals and all these things, right? Accidentally nearly called them yokels, right? But that was a slip of the tongue. With all these locals, they seem to have kind of a an unwritten kind of understanding with all of these beasts and creatures that live in their area. Mm-hmm. That basically is, we're not going to mention it to the tourists until one of them probably gets eaten or gets very close to being eaten. As in kind of like, you can have a little meal, leave us alone, we won't tell the tourists. That happens a lot. I feel like... If there is a Yeti rolling around the place, right, which I think we can agree would kick the crap out of any group of humans, that the locals should be standing there going like, hey, you know, like it's the same as, I don't know, like a dangerous road or something. You know, you should just be saying to them, hey, this road is like nine foot tall and it's going to eat your face. Mm, If I'm being honest, I really see it more as a kind of a buyer beware scenario. Yeah, but don't they have to warn them first? Well, no, I think you should have to ask. A buyer be ask kind of yeah like so so you you say like you didn't ask are there any cryptids in the all right so you're saying if you're buying a car like in this scenario and the brakes have just been cutting it that or there's just no engine in it and you just get in and you you don't say hey how's the engine in this they'll be like missing but if they don't say anything that's that's fair deal i i i think i think you get away with that as a seller Actually, can I just say, so you just how about this? You have an Airbnb in this area, right? Right, yeah. Okay, and you, you rent it out, and they come in, and they go, there's a living room, there's a sitting room. And they will have to ask, there isn't a Yeti roaming around here by any chance they'll eat us. That's the only way you'll tell them that there's a Yeti in their back garden. Uh, I think if, uh, yeah, I th- maybe if they had kids, I'd tell them. Maybe a tiny, tiny note somewhere, like uh, on the bottom of the fridge. It's in the terms and conditions. It says, I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to go in a different direction and say that they'd have to ask if there was a bathroom in the Airbnb before I told them, oh no, there's no bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) You just assumed there there is a bathroom. It is a bed and breakfast. There is no, uh, I don't know what you do in between, but. There's air. So, Dennis, the Yeti, right, also known as the Abominable Snowman, 
It's a legendary creature uh, that is said to inhabit the remote and rugged Himalayan mountain ranges of Asia. This elusive and ape-like being has captured the imagination of adventurers, cryptozoologists, and folklore enthusiasts for decades. The name Yeti is derived from the Tibetan words Ye-te, which means rock bear. The Yeti is often described as a large, bipedal, and ape-like creature, covered in shaggy, white or brown fur. It is said to stand anywhere between, get this, 6 to 10 feet tall, and is known for leaving large footprints in the snow, which many have encountered. I would say it kind of resembles kind of a Julox dog standing up. But okay, obviously yeah. a little bit extra height. I think as well that um, I think that surely they should find more than just big footprints around the place. Okay, because I'm sure that Yeti's got a bit of an appetite on him. Well, they have. They have found. They found stuff. They, they found. They found, bi- uh, they found Yeti skulls. Sorry, no, no, not, no, 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 no. Like shit. Like the Yeti. Shit. Oh, Yeti shit. No, they're very. Um, they're very like, you know, demure. They bag it. Yeah. <laughs> they clean up after themselves. I, th- I Here's the problem. Here's the problem with the locations that they're in. I'm sorry. Sorry. Just uh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know how big the bag would have to be? Like they, They'd be like Santa Claus walking home with that thing. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem, Dennis, right? Uh, when you're in these kind of like high altitude areas, mm. um, they, do, they, they do their business, right? Almost immediately freezes. And then gets covered in snow. So that's why we're not finding it. That's going to be really handy for the rest of your theories, I'd say, will it? That the snow covers up everything? There's an awful lot of snow. <laughs> right, I'm just going to say that now, early, early doors. There's an, there, do you know what I'd say? I'd say that there's a, <laughs> there's a prohibited amount of snow <laughs> in, uh, in this area in terms of, um, in terms of it, it, like, if you wanted to hide stuff up there. It would be a perfect, perfect place to do it. All right. How many Rogers do you think it would take to fight and kill a Yeti with no weapons? No weapons. Yeah. Uh, no weapons. Realistically, no. No, no ego involved. No, no there's, uh, there never is with me. Um, the With no weapons, I'd say, geez, I'd say probably you'd, you'd be talking three of us anyway. Three? You'd want way more than three. I'd so say three could... of us anyway. He'd swipe away a tree. I think. Um, I think with no weapons. Um, geez, you don't. You don't want. Three, you don't want three just uh, like, uh, like almost just take the hits at the start while like two more Rogers like bite him in the arse or something. Can I have some weapons? Don't take him down. No, no weapons. You only have like your teeth. You could grow your fingernails <sighs> if you wanted to. Um, like you, you'd have to. Someone would have to try and kick him in the nads. Like Fine. that would have to happen. It goes. It goes against. It goes against my general. My general rules with this stuff, but I'd say, I'd say fifteen of us. Fifteen Rogers, yeah, I yeah. think that's a healthy number. Yeah, I think fifteen of us. The because I, <laughs> what? I'm just thinking that I don't know how you would, as fifteen Rogers, decide who goes first because basically they're dead. Like they, like they're dead. Oh well, no, I think I think the thing about Rogers is they're very brave, so it would actually mm. be we'd all be fighting to be first. 
I feel like you'd all agree to go first, but then you'd all try and be <laughs> we're, last. We're doing that thing where we're, we're running, but like you just do a <laughs> lunge forward and you see if everyone else goes. And you all, you all just immediately get murdered yeah. because he hesitated. I, oh. I don't know though. Would you, would you honestly, a 10 foot thing, I'm sure it has claws and stuff. Would 15 be enough? Like let's say you surround him with like... You'd have to overpower him to take him down, right? Like, you'd have to put him on the ground. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've been watching I, too I much Naruto recently him, to be able to accurately give an assessment of this. <laughs> I'm picturing yeah. myself pulling off all manner of stuff. There, yeah, no, no, no. You're even, like, there's no acrobatics, no superpowers, nothing. It's just 15, 15 Rogers can, running can I Can I have weapons? Go on. Can you give me machetes? Um, no, machetes too easy. You'd, you'd absolutely. It's not sure easy. He wouldn't have to defend himself. It's not easy. No, you can have like um, a brush. Uh, no, come on, give me a machete. A brush, a no. brush, and you'd have to like impale him if you get. Fifty, what I mean. fifteen me's with machetes. We would make mincemeat of the man. Uh, I yeah, I I mean you would. You'd have yeti burgers, but I I don't know. I think. What would I give you? Um. It'd have to be something annoying. Do you know, like something like that's not entirely... I think a brush is, is really... Nunchucks? Really <laughs> Nunchucks. <laughs> Can we get nunchucks out here? I was trying to find a yeti with that, completely untrained. <laughs> anyway, where are we? Uh, where we are, Dennis, right? The, um, the legend of the yeti has deep roots in the folklore and the traditions of the Himalayan region. Various indigenous, indigenous cultures in Nepal, Tibet and Bhutan have their own names and descriptions for this creature. In Bhutan, it is known as the Maigoi, and in Nepal, it is called the Dutste. How do you spell the first one? Uh, M-I-G-O-I. Oh, okay. I thought it was like oh, the gremlin. You know, what's he? Ma- Maigoi. Yeah, oh. I, I nearly said that when I, when I was looking mm. at it. But the, uh, these cultures have passed down stories of the Yeti for generations often depicting it as powerful and enigmatic, being that it roams the high mountains. One of the most famous incidents involving the Yeti occurred in 1951 when British mountaineer Eric Shipton took photographs of large footprints in the snow near the Minlung Glacier in Nepal. These photographs, along with subsequent exhibitions and investigations, have intensified interest in the Yeti and sparked numerous copycat exhibitions in order to search for concrete evidence. Can I have a look at these Yeti footprints? Yeah, yeah, look them up. It's the Eric Shipton. Uh, do not Anybody look up Harold Shipton. <laughs> Shipman by mistake. Eric Shipton. Anybody who doesn't like um, key tapping, please block your ears now. Okay, here we go. Um, the Yeti footprints. All right, let's get some scale. I don't have much scale here. Uh, yeah, they're very Yeti-like, um, very but very kind of basic, I think, you know. Um, he's got, I'll tell you something, the Yeti has got one massive big toe, huge big really? toe. Really? I was yeah, thinking it, about big toes recently. Because you, you dropped something. Warrior, really? Yeah, you dropped something on your big toe, didn't you? Yeah, I mangled my big toe. Because I, I dropped something on my baby toe before. And I thought it's probably one of the few situations you can be uh, you can be relaxed about dropping something on a baby. Do you know, someone said to me, it's one of these things, I don't know if it's true or not, but I immediately just don't want to believe it, where they say, you know, you actually break your baby toe all the time, but you never realise it. Well, I, the, like I, I read an article recently that, in The New Scientist, and it says that... <laughs> 
about baby toes. Yeah, it said that we're going to... Will you get out no, of here, for see, God's sake? It said that we're going to evolve away from needing baby toes unless we wear more toe rings. Are you getting a toe ring? <laughs> I, God, I, you can't get a toe ring, man. You're like, look, I don't want to like block anyone's like, you know... You do, you're about to do it. <sighs> I am, but I think that's for your own good. Like, you can't get a toe ring, man. When, are you, when is anyone going to see your fucking toe anyway? Well, that's the other thing is I've decided... I'm going to wear more heels. You got heels? Okay, yeah, I can wear heels all you want, but I think touring is too far. Touring is too far, is it? Sorry, did you say heels or heelies? Because I think you mean heelies. No, I, I mean heels. Okay. Oh, but heelies wouldn't be bad either, maybe. What about a heel heely? I think I think we're onto something with <laughs> with that. Did you have heelies when you're uh, anyone no, who no. wondering what heelies are? They were a shoe that had. Um, They're the people that lived down the road d- from me, wasn't? Weren't they? <laughs> did did, did two politicians um, <laughs> retractable or what's what's a what's a wheel that is like? What would you call a plain wheel that is? They, are they only retractable or are, are, are you, they? What's no, the what's what's the opposite? I think they are re- retractable. Retractable is to bring in, I guess. Um, protractable but, is that like to put out or? Because in a Healy, the wheel is not like the standard of the of the shoe. If you know no. what I mean, like they would go out rather than come in. Whereas in a plane, a wheel is standard and it retracts in. So just just to clarify, because I'm sure nobody's confused, Healy's are <laughs> they're shoes with landing gear, as far as Dennis is concerned. <laughs> <laughs> they're. Um, the, I no, I never had Heelys. Were you were you a Heelys? Uh, no, Heelys they're they're probably a little bit of, of like if I was wearing Heelys at that time, I probably would have been uh, way too old to wear Heelys. I think, but I do remember the adverts and stuff. But uh, we didn't have the roads from man. We didn't have the roads for no, Heelys. No, no, I remember you. Um, I you you told me before that you you tried skating for a little bit. Yeah, I did. I was I was pretty crap at it, but I could do um, I could do an ollie. I could make stuff. I, I could put I could put a uh, good. Uh, Oh man, I can't remember any of these words. What was the grip that you used to put in it? There's a certain there's names for all that shit. The and the trucks and wheels and all this stuff. It's great fun. What's the really um fun. what's the Are you sure you're not talking about like finger decks? No, I had them too. <laughs> I used to always think they were rubbish until I realized that actually, um if you're into skating, I guess it's like a way that you can practice moves. What, with your fingers? Yeah, like is in apparently. Or you can work out kind of how to do it, is it? Yeah, yeah. That well, like that's what somebody who mentioned to me recently that they they said that like you can actually sorry, get a good sorry. idea. Someone mentioned to you recently about mini skateboarding. Yeah, Wait. yeah. I I was because I was messing around. You know me. You know me. I was I was fucking yeah, Maverick. Yeah, and I was saying um, I was putting the world to rights, and I was just saying, oh look, do you remember those things? They used to be rubbish. And then one one guy in the group was saying, "Oh well, I, I actually used to do a lot of skating. They're actually good for learning like how the skateboard's pivoting, and to give yeah. yourself an, to give yourself an idea of like what's actually going on with the skateboard." You were like, "Color me mustard." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I was pretty um, I was pretty surprised by that, you know. I um, but I would be. I think that the problem for me is um, I didn't use them because I didn't want to graze my knuckles. Yeah, you should have used little um, little knuckle pads. Yeah. <laughs> but can I can I just say something? Because I, I think this is important okay. to maybe check this out. You know when you say someone said this to you? Yeah. Are they? Are you mixing that up with thoughts? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm you not. sure? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. It, it genuinely, it happened in work. Okay. But I can't address too much about work, you see. 
Yeah, very secretive. Yeah, but um, it was uh, uh, it gave for me anyway. I thought it was an interesting insight. I, th- you know, maybe I judged them too much. Maybe I prejudged them. The, the I, I, I was talking to somebody over the weekend though, and they brought up um, do you remember Clark's the spy shoes. Do you remember these? No, no, I do not. But I'm looking them up now. Clark spy shoes. Yeah, are they are they like Clark as in name brand Clark? Yeah, yeah. But they brought out spy shoes. They, you know, they used to do those like. Um, if you're not getting anything, no, hmm, nothing. Let uh, me, is this a thing? Let me check. My, maybe they're maybe they're too good spy wise. One um, sec. Let me just put in spy shoes. I should. Were they from like the nineties, like kids, early noughties? Kids spy shoes, Troy. Kids spy shoes. Um. Okay. Are these from like the movie? No, spy kids. No. Stop. Yeah, there's not, no. not getting any. Maybe try Top Secret. <laughs> top Secret Kids Spy Shoes. Okay. <laughs> I've never typed this into Google before. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you should see the crap I'm getting. This is one of the weirdest. Actually, do you ever, do you remember those? Uh, I'm going to send you this because I think this is interesting. Do you, ever, do you remember like in pawn shops and stuff, you would get like um, a spy kind of kit? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what that's what I'm talking about. Is that there were these shoes, there were these shoes that came with like you must have experienced this. Is shoes that came with other stuff. Do you know, like they they had, they I'm came totally with little like promotional packs. No Pro- shoes. When did shoes ever come with promotional kids shoes, packs? Kids shoes. And these ones were kids shoes that came with a spy pack. They were, but what, what was spying about? Are you saying, like, f- well, first of all, how would how would the shoes come? They would be all different sizes for everyone. What do you mean? If it was a promotional pack it's and you like got a, shoes with it. No, no, it's the shoes are the thing you're buying and the promotional pack. Oh, and, you get, and you get spy equipment with the shoes. Yes, yes. And the spy equipment was a ruler, um, <laughs> ruler, invisible ink, and a pen that had a recorder in it. What kind of? I don't believe this. When when was this? In the like in roughly the, in the two thousands, or the two thousands. And where would you where would you get one? Like because you had to buy it in a shop, I assume back then, right? Uh yeah. So you, so you get a pair of shoes and and you'd have a spy kit with it. It's like the thing I just sent you. What you just <laughs> way better than that. That's rubbish. Okay, well, can I type in? I know we're getting away from it, so I don't care. Spy kit with shoes. Shoes with no. spy kit would probably be more accurate. I'll check uh, it on my I, phone. I'm getting well. legitimate. Uh, no, I just got utility, utility belt, like spike stuff. That is... Uh, here, whoever is out there, right, who knows about this stuff, because I'm sure someone does, please email us or get onto us on Instagram, but email us unexplainedlegends at gmail.com because I really want to see these. I, really, I, and it, just to clarify, they were normal shoes, right? There was yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. If anything, they were a way to jazz up, to make kids excited about getting school shoes. Kids you know, like they're, they're, about that. they're fairly normal shoes. Maybe they were runners at at, at most. The I do. Um, I I think that there was definitely a. Like, I I just think that these these. These were a formative moment, I think, for a lot of kids. You'll you'll get people writing in about this. People, people will remember this. I think. All right. Okay. Back to the Yeti. All right. Back back to the Yeti. From one from one top secret thing to another. Right. So Dennis, despite decades 
of efforts to prove the existence of the Yeti, no conclusive scientific evidence has been found to confirm its presence. However, sceptics have, have also not been able to prove concretely that it does not exist. Gotcha. <laughs> Even in recent years, DNA analysis has been used to study hair and other alleged Yeti artefacts, with some studies suggesting that the hair samples collected from the Himalayas may belong to a previously unknown bear species or other type of animal, rather than an undiscovered ape-like creature. But they have yet to find a known match for this DNA evidence. So what do you make of that, Dennis? So they're saying it could be a bear. But but even if it's a bear... That's what I'm getting from that. But even if it's a bear... It is a, it's not a bear we know about. Well, I feel like, you know, a bear we don't know about versus Yeti is probably, I mean, they're probably two, two big different things. Uh, is, is a Yeti intelligent? Like how intelligent is it? Okay. So a Yeti, so this is kind of like two, two things to this, right? Mm-hmm. Somehow. Oh, right. What do you mean somehow? <laughs> what do you mean? How smart is the Yeti? There's two branches. There's two branches. Yeah, there are. Because from the one side, it's smart, like it's ape-like smart. Yeah. So it's a very smart ape-like creature. And it's eluding us. And it's, you know, possibly using tools. Who knows what what it's doing up there. Um, Spy shoes. Spy shoes. Maybe, listen, maybe this is why it's been so hard to find them. That's probably what happened. Like someone went up there with their new school shoes and they had the promotional pack of spy tools and then uh, obviously mur- got murdered by a Yeti and then Yeti put them on and he was like, oh, I'm going to have to run of the place. I, well, there was debate as to whether Yetis are actually that um, aggressive or not. Okay. So I, I would I would hold back on accusing them of stuff like that. But the okay. other side, the other side of this. Oh, is, I don't want to glacially profile them. That is, uh, that's actually You'd use good. that. Yep. You'd use that. That's good. That's very good. Yeah, of course I'm going to use, use it. it. Actually, that's, no, I won't be. That's right. probably the best thing you've ever said. Is it really <laughs> ever? <laughs> well, like <laughs> on the on the podcast, probably it's way up that's there. Where, that's one of those really <laughs> annoying things where, like, you have glacially profiling and you have to work backwards. <laughs> that, I think <laughs> get the okay. That we'll workshop this. I think that's easy to get into your set. This is what you say: is goes, oh, you know, this is. Um, I heard the other day that polar bears are actually some of the most aggressive bears out there. Uh, but when I see a polar bear, I don't assume they're going to be aggressive because I don't want to glacially profile them. That's how you do, put that right into your... Oh, I feel sick. <laughs> Why? I feel sick. Why do you feel sick? You hate oh. jokes. That's your problem. No, people hate it when I do jokes. They hate it. I have to go up there and go like, hey, I'm hiding my jokes. Okay, I'll, I'll do one. I'll do one. Here we go. go, on, go Here on. we go, right? Hey, um... Uh, we... <laughs> No, it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> no, no, I thought no. I had it. It didn't work. That didn't. The oh, wait, um, I think that would work. I think. No, I feel like we have to go up another level. Someone definitely has glacially profiling already. So we'd <laughs> ha- we'd, the, you always do this, right? We'd have to go up no, from this. No, stop, stop. All right, you always do this. <laughs> That's a pun. No one has ever said in their life. No, they have to have said that. No, and then you that. go, no, no, that's too simple. We need to go. <laughs> we need to, yeah, we need to go one higher. And then you just make something that 
Not only has no one done it before, there's a good reason why no one's done it before. <laughs> it doesn't even work. Doesn't even work. The uh, what? Okay, I, what would you, you know do? It's so annoying. You know, it's so annoying. I'm gonna have to like work in like kind of a you know almost like a cold climate into my into my old thing. I'm gonna have to. I have to go into some winter joke that's gonna have to bring me into some polar bear place. Like, oh my god, I, I have to go to the zoo. I suppose I could go to the zoo, right? Yeah, you could go to the zoo. I'd say. Yeah, the, and then say I don't want to glacially profile them. I I had a uh, I I don't I, I don't think I can say that joke right. Like honestly, this is the way it works, right? If you say that joke, people will clap. Or me. Like, if you if if you say that joke, or if people I say will that, clap. I'm a genius. Yeah. If I say that joke, they'll go oh run and they'll start throwing yeah. tomatoes at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. The that's true. That's true. The I I I had a whole bit before about meeting uh, an Arctic explorer on the um, at a party. Mm. and talking to him about the um like oh you must you know you must love seeing penguins because oh no, that's the antarctic so oh, you must um you know you must love the and this listing a bunch of stuff that are all from the antarctic and then they like the punchline is basically going mm, i think uh you know i think he picked the wrong one <laughs> and uh the somebody came up to me after a gig this is and they were like wow that's crazy that you met an arctic explorer <laughs> 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 the shit yeah, I've said to sure. him in the bit. <laughs> like, I've talked to him about clubbing seals and stuff. You, you really people, wasted your chance with that guy. Yeah, they were like, well, that's mental. Like, And he really seemed rude. <laughs> so, Dennis, right. I think glacially profiling, I think that's a great joke. I think that's a brilliant joke. I don't care what anyone says. So, while the scientific community remains highly sceptical of the Yeti's existence, the legend continues to thrive in popular culture. It has inspired numerous books, documentaries and movies, contributing to its status as one of the most enduring mysteries in the natural world. The fascination with the Yeti persists, and exhibitions and investigations into the creature's existence continue to this very day, keeping the legend of the abominable snowman alive in the man in the imaginations of many people around the world. Whether the Yeti is a genuine cryptid awaiting discovery or simply a product of folklore and myth is, until this day, unexplained. Legends. I don't think that legends bit is necessary at the end of it. Um, so have we got any incidents of this Yeti like attacking people or... More have there been any sightings? Because it sounds like there hasn't been any sightings, right? No, there's been loads of sightings. Oh, there has been sightings. No loads. photograph evidence. No, loads of them. Um, you know, I think if anything, it supports it that they don't have photographs because um, if one attacked you, you wouldn't you wouldn't take out your phone. No, probably. Not. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be last last thing on my yeah, mind. No, be last taking out thing my phone. Mind. Go, Check WhatsApp. Okay. Well, I'm going to be torn to ribbons on a fucking <laughs> yeah. iceberg. There, there is actually, in fact, Dennis. Um, there is a murder that happened in uh, in in the Himalayas, or a death, rather, I should say. And it is uh, locally, it is locally attributed to the Yeti. Really? Yeah. By by none other than the murderer. <laughs> Tell you whoever's uh, whoever's pushing that Yeti theory, you need to check under his shed. Oh man! Oh, I was listening to Norm Macdonald last night. Mm. Norm Macdonald clips, 
And um, he, I was listening to one about, um, he goes, oh, when people get murdered, they always find them in the same place. A shallow grave. <laughs> he says, you know, these poli- if I was police chief, I'd be, I'd say, let's search every shallow grave in this town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, all right. Okay. So have we, have we got any theories on this? Or we oh, this yeah. Of- no, we have okay. theories, Dennis. Okay. We have theories on this one. All right. The first theory is that it is a supernatural creature akin to Bigfoot uh, uh, that lives in the Himalayan mountains. And that is why we're unable to interface with it. Because it, 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 is, it lives up there, it's its domain, it's beyond human, it's supernatural. And, and it, to, our best of our, to the best of its ability, it tries to stay away from us and we try to stay away from it. Okay. So that's I think that's kind of a convenient theory though, isn't it? What, it kind of expla- like that explains it from the view of why we don't see it. But usually why we don't see it is because it doesn't exist. But you're saying why why we don't see it is because it's supernatural. Yes, it's, so it's hiding from us. In this case. So what's what what's its purpose up in the mountain? Like what's it up to? Um it's protecting the Himalayas. Okay. From what? Just in general? Uh from us, yeah. Um just need to look up one thing. Google the Himalayas. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I knew it. I want to see what it looks like. Um, you're wondering right, cool. if it looks like it needs protection. Is that what you're checking up? I just, I just feel like the Himalayas are quite. There's quite a lot there, right? There's 110 peaks. Are you saying that right? they could lose a few? I, I'm saying that like it's a small police force for 110 peaks. That are what it says here, like seven thousand, no, twenty four thousand feet um, high. Some of them. Well, they're doing so, a like, great job. Yeah, I don't know. Does it need to be? Does it need to be police? You know, do you need a supernatural being? I think supernatural beings usually come. You know, like where, from my theory of it, anyway, it would come because they're, you know, some great force has come together or whatever. Like, what's it doing up there? Like, wouldn't it be doing more? Like, why doesn't it police like a rough part of New York or something? No, that that's more that's more Bigfoot's domain. Okay, well he's out west, though, isn't he? Yeah, but I'm just saying it would be it would be a shorter a trip. The the Yeti the Yeti oh. Dennis, they're just they're more interested in the. Have you ever have you ever been to the Himalayas? No, I haven't. Have you? I suppose you were there last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. But I've played Uncharted too, and you spend a lot of time up there, and yeah. um, it's really spiritual feeling. Really, really a beautiful place. Okay, yeah, I get like I get that, but what does that have to do with a yeti manifesting on top of it? But that's why that's why it's like it's such a it's such a beautiful it's it's almost where heaven meets earth. Okay, but it's like it's not called lovely yeti, is it? What? Oh, it's called the abominable he- snowman. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like abominable is what like horrible, terrible, detestable, or whatever. Like yeah, it's it's a it's a yeah, but that's a, that's a smear campaign. By you, by the local police whose jobs are being taken. Yeah, the I I th- the abominable snowman. I would get rid of that term for me because um, that's very much like a you know that's a Western invention. Mm-hmm. The the yeti itself is something more more spiritual, more 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 beautiful and natural. I think in its. Um, in its original habitat. Does the Yeti kind of go in line with the kind of chupacabra and all that kind of stuff? No, what does that mean? 
What do you mean? What does that mean? Well, what do you mean by that? Like, is it is it in the same vein as all of those things, like local kind of uh, cultural folklore of these like spiritual creatures that appear around the place, like banshees, that kind of thing? Yeah, but I think it's a bit more. Um, I've always seen it as more benevolent. That's okay. Why, so, why, why, why do you feel like that? It doesn't. Like, it keeps. It, it minds you, its own sorry, business. Didn't you just tell me that it was responsible for a murder? Yeah, but we don't know what happened there. Okay. What Could did that guy do? Cheated on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he cheated on him. He, he stole <laughs> something, maybe. Who knows? He fucked, he fucked Bigfoot. <laughs> um. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> Traveled thousands and thousands yeah. of miles. Yeah, I um, loved you. <laughs> okay, I get the I get the spiritual being thing. I think it's an odd um, it's an odd kind of form to take, though. Um, don't I don't think so. The rotten snowman. I think it's listen. I I think I think it's a very I think it's a natural form. I think it, it's it is a kind of like almost like a a snow spirit in many respects. What are you going to do when stories come out about Yeti? You know, in a couple of years, you're going to back him. Um, I'll say I'll say I'll need to I'll, I'll need to look at the evidence. <laughs> so Dennis, Here. right? The next next theory is that. He is actually, it is actually more akin to like the Bigfoot, the physiological phenomenon. And it is like a, a man-ape that's living in the snow up in the Himalayas. All right. So what's the story? There's there's only gorillas in Africa, I think, right? Yeah. And, and in the mist. And in the mist, right? Yeah. Um, there's two places that can be found. Uh, what about chimpanzees? Chimpanzee. Chimpanzees, right? They're magazines <laughs> the and chimps. Chimpan- the chimpanzee, the fanzine, number one chimpanzee, not a chimpanzee. Um, oh. Okay, so what about them? Are they found in India and stuff? Um, I don't know, no. but I would say that something important to realize is that the gorilla. I think we only we only acknowledge the existence of the gorilla in like the nineteen hundreds. Uh, that is true. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, so they've got um, they've got gibbons and stuff in India. Um, I believe it's pronounced gibbons. What else do they have? <laughs> uh, apes. In I love the way you're just typing in like Indian apes. Um, okay, we got orangutans. I suppose knocking around there as okay, well. Okay. Okay. All so right. What? Yeah, Grants. So it, oh, we've got a thing called a northern buffed-cheeked gibbon. Right. Uh, which is cool. There's actually a lot of cool ones. All right, Grants. So they are covered. They do have them. Um, so yes, this guy could wander up into the into the snow. I, I suppose. Are you saying that like someone again, like birthed um, a human ape? Like are you are you saying no? There was some Good funny God, business no. going on. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying it's like it, it's more akin to the fact that the the yeti, it's just a, a like an isolated species that's up there. Okay, so you again, you're giving us the potential that it could just die off. Yeah, it could be gone now. That might be why we we can't find the the evidence we need. Well, actually, I will I will support you in like um, snow leopards and stuff. They have thought that a couple of those were like extinct in areas, and then they turned up all of a sudden. Well, it's interesting you say that because next theory is it's actually a snow leopard. <laughs> there you go, a snow leopard standing up. It, no, it's yeah, it's a snow leopard that's just like passing through. Now, I don't think I don't believe that. Um, well, passing through like with a stick and um like a rag in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just going from one from one end, one end of the mountain to the other, 
Uh, and it's uh, you know that's the way that they people don't know this, but that's the way that they travel when they have long distances. <laughs> they saw it in a cartoon once. Um, next theory, Dennis, after the snow leopard, is that it's similar to the the like ape thing, except it's some type of bear we've never discovered. I think that's cool. A polar bear, perhaps? No, doesn't live in the polar region. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I like that theory that there could be something up there. I mean, how much how much effort have they put in into finding yetis? Do you well, know? well, here's the problem, right? And this ties in to its. Um, this ties into how I think how likely it is that it might, be, or the the potential likeliness of it being real, is where they found the tracks are so remote. That even the case of going up to examine it, you can only stay there for about half an hour. Okay. And in fact, so, sorry, you're a friend of mine. I don't really like him, but the he's that guy. Um, he slipped my mind now, but he does all the nature documentaries. David Attenborough. David Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> he he believes in the yeti. And the reason, he believes in the Yeti. Oh, yeah. I have to look this up. And the reason he believes in the Yeti is he's been up there. And he says it's so remote. It's so remote and so inhospitable to be up there, even for half an hour, that he said nobody, nobody would travel up there just to play a prank. Yeah, but obviously it's not the pe- it's the people up there like Shipton who did it themselves. Like, that no. explains why they did it. No, it doesn't. All right. Can I read this? David yeah. Attenborough believes that the Yeti or a snowman may be real. There we go. Do, do, do. Then this is a quote. I believe the abominable snowman may be real. I think there may be something in that. Oh, come on. Here we go. Open There are case. footprints that stretch for hundreds of miles. And we know that in the 1930s, a German fossil was found with these huge molars that were four or five times the size of human molars. They had to be the molars of a large ape, one that was huge, about 10 or 12 feet tall. It was immense, and it is not impossible that it might exist. If you have walked the Himalayas, there are these immense rhododendron forests rhododendron forest that go on for hundreds of square miles, which could hold a yeti. What? There are forests in there. Are Apparently. we also... Where, so wait, we're not... <laughs> you should have looked this up. <laughs> so, so I think most people at home right, are imagining them up on the tippy-toppy snow bit. That me but this too. Is ta- yeah, but this is talking about the the there's forests obviously around the mountains, and that's where David Attenborough is saying that they're in, really. Well, I'll defer to Attenborough on this one. But mm. it, it, listen, I'll take any um, I'll take any any help I can get on this. It says here um, they were like, "Why has our people are asking why hasn't this been um, you know proven or whatever? Why haven't they been found?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "If there are still some, if there are some still alive, and you walk near their habitat, you can bet that these creatures may be aware of you, but you wouldn't be aware of them." There you go. Open yeah. showcase. That's kind of cool. I didn't realize that there was a big molar thing found. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't feel like bringing that up. <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't feel like bringing up <laughs> the smoking gun. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's have a look and see. Oh, my God. There's some hilarious things coming up here. Oh, okay. I don't have any more on that, but that's pretty cool. That yeah. is very cool. So what, what do you think, Dennis? What, what, which one of those theories do you think? Um, what was the last one? The last one was the... It was a bear. No, I, I, I'm more on it. It's some sort of undiscovered ape. Okay. 
Me, not a bear. Me, I find the supernatural stuff very persuasive. Yeah, I feel like David Attenborough. I'm going to believe him on it. Why don't you like David Attenborough, by the way? Oh, I've just he's never really, never really um, never gelled clicked. with him. Yeah, yeah. So I always thought I saw a bit of a bit of a prick. Why? Why is he a Why is he a bit of a prick? Ah, he's a bit of a prick. Sure, he's he's, he's out there watching all these animals get eaten. Does, who's does your nothing. nature? Who's your nature guy then? My nature guy. Um, Everybody has a nature guy. My nature guy, Dave Tennant. Yeah. Yeah. So he, you do a lot of nature stuff. He does a good uh, narration. Mm. Yeah. I don't like anything else he does. I feel like David Attenborough does more than just narrate, though. Like I think that he got stuck in uh, quite early into the nature stuff. I actually much rather his um, his brother. What's his name? His brother, who, um, the uh, Brian Attenborough, is he a military guy? No, he's the guy who um, he he's done very similar stuff, but he did it with dinosaurs. Do you remember that? On an island. Is that him? Yeah, yeah. He started getting these. He started getting these dinosaurs bred on an island. Oh, that went wrong for them, though, did it? Um, it did. Yeah. But, but you have to admire the ambition. Mm, yeah. What was it again? Um, Fife finds a way or something something about bananas Uh, yeah I think it was that (laughs) alright I think it does it for this week's episode I've been Dennis Lent you can find me on the internet if you want and over there is Roger O'Sullivan you can find me on Instagram at Roger O'Comedy and we're going to head over now Dennis into the Den Files I believe yes we are join us for um, a rundown of our week and we're probably just going to be talking about fish tanks yeah Um, so on the back of that uh, love you bye If you listen this far, you have to come see me in Cork.